Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 30th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to liberty roundtable live we got a quick recap of yesterday's show we had on of course the good sheriff richard mack who of course will be with me today as well along with an incredible uh, guest talking about things that relate to you and to me and to all of our lives ladies and gentlemen But we talked about Donald Trump signed the $2.3 trillion coronavirus, uh, what they call relief bill. I don't know that it's going to provide relief to anybody. Nevertheless, he protested against it and then signed it. Now they're trying to push for $2,000 an individual rather than $600. But the Republicans are, in my opinion, um, conflicted on the issue. Therefore, it is stalled. Nancy Pelosi... Back in the day for healthcare, said, hey, you got to pass the bill to find out what's in it. Sadly, with the almost 5,600 pages of the latest bill, we find ourselves in the same scenario. Uh, in my opinion, they're all criminals. Everybody who signed this bill is a criminal. Uh, not because they don't have a right to sign bills on our behalf or to vote yes for bills, but you have no business voting yes for a bill that you have not read. Okay? You have no business representing me or anybody else in this country when you've sworn an oath to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, you have no business uh, agreeing to something that you have not read and you don't even know what you're agreeing to. Okay, that is unacceptable, and I think every one of them ought to be sued. Why is it they say that the so-called progressive left in America, which includes big media, big tech, big education, really most of Congress, and the entire Democratic Party, they've all gone star-raking uh, raging mad. How come? What's going on? All right. We're talking about the Great Reset. How American global elites are leveraging COVID to socialize the world. They're closing down businesses. It is out of control. Now, they're trying to take back the elections from Joe Biden. They say there's vote fraud. I agree 100%. But they're going about it, in my opinion, uh, in in so many ways that don't don't have a chance to bear fruit is the sad point. All right, there's a new lawsuit now that seeks authority from Mike Pence to decide which electors are valid. Yeah, it seeks immediate decision to see if uh, Mike Pence can decide. Uh, led by Lo- Louis Gohmert, congressman out of Texas and others. I don't think they'll have success with that one, folks. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Fauci I'm sorry, said that Americans could start thinking about getting back to normal sometime by the fall. That's, of course, if everybody gets vaccinated. Now, Fauci got caught lying. Senator Rubio from Florida took him the task over it. Yeah, he tricked Americans on on masks, vaccines, herd immunity, and more. 
So Fauci, uh, in serious uh, trouble for lying, employers can require workers get vaccines. You comfortable with that? Wow, that's an interesting twist. I'll tell you that right now. Vegas keeping hotels closed midweek. That's an interesting story. Have you seen the new movie, News of the World? Richard Mack saw it and recommend you go see it too. Interesting movie. Your New Year's Eve celebration, they say, might be a little soggy. Doyle Rice, so of all the trouble we got, they're going to tell us that, hey, your New Year's could be soggy. We also talked about these stories where cops are arresting naked women. They bind her to a chair. She's nude for hours. They tase her twice. Anyway, uh, they eventually had to pay out a $2.4 million settlement to her. Another story, Antoinette Young, 50-year-old social worker, was getting dressed in her home, and they literally, uh, again, caused her trouble, handcuff her naked, won't let her get dressed. This is a serious problem where we say the police need to be uh, accountable for this. The big problem is Chicago Mayor Lightfoot tried to cover it up. They added insult to injury and wouldn't even let her get the video proving of the abuse that she had uh, experienced. Our prayers are with the people on this, folks. We want to support the police officers. We want to support sheriffs. But you know what? When they do this kind of stuff, and then when they cover it up, it is unacceptable. We need greater training for the police officers, and we need accountability big time. By the way, in Chicago, 19 people were shot, six fatally from Christmas Day to Sunday. Shootings are out of control. Chicago has experienced 748 murders so far in 2020. Compared to 481 in all of 2019, so murder is up. California's homeless crisis pushes Sacramento salon business owner Elizabeth Novak out. She simply had to close her doors because the homeless are just running the streets to the point where she can't even run her business. This is Solutions Radio, ladies and gentlemen. What do we do about all this shutdown? What do we do about all this closing of everything? All in the name of protecting us. You'll be safe from the coronavirus, supposedly, but you won't be able to make a living. Oh, don't worry. We'll give you a $600 check mentality. How long is that going to last? How long are the American people going to have patience with that? I submit to you, not very long. That's a recap of yesterday's show, still available at lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Tell your neighbor, donate liberally, would you please? In the meantime, we've got the good sheriff, Richard Mack, back with us. Welcome, sir. Well, thanks, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Wednesday morning. And I'm going to let you do the honors for our guest. How's that? Well. You get the introductions. That's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, because uh, last night I happened to be near the office, which is in our home, and um, the phone rang, and this uh, beautiful lady was on the other end from Minnesota. And uh, she was telling me how she's refusing to shut her uh, I think it's a grocery store uh, called Haven's uh, Garden. Garden. Haven's Garden. And it sounds like a place I would really like to go. And I would really like to go to Minnesota and go there and, and support her. So anyway, uh, they've arrested her. And they're, they, they're taking her to court. And uh, they uh, are trying to be a little bit user-friendly about it, but she's just not cooperating. Uh-oh. And uh, I told her how proud I am, am of her, and I told her that uh, I would love to come out there, and I told her she's doing the right thing, and I told her she's a real patriot and a hero, 
and I, I'm so proud to know her, and I'm really proud that she called the CSPOA last night, and here she is on the show with us today, and I don't know how long she's going to be on, but uh, I think she's going to be on for an hour with us, and I'm so proud to inter- introduce, and I don't know if I'll say her name, Loverita. Is that Larvita. how you say your Say Larvita. it again. Say it again. Larvita. 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 Okay. And uh, she's got a very unique, beautiful name, and she's a very beautiful person. And I'm really glad to share the mic with her today. And the sad tale to tell, ladies and gentlemen, is that in America, patriots get arrested. Criminals seem to run around free everywhere. It's a sad tale to tell. Larvita McFarkler, is that how you say it? McFarkler. McFarkler. Larvita <laughs> McFarkler. I'll get that wrong the whole show. I apologize <laughs> okay. for that. But she is from Lyon County, Minnesota, right? Yes. I bet it's cold there. Yes, it is. All right. Catch us up. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about who you are. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. But I just want to say thank you to um, for everything that you guys are doing. Thank you, Sheriff Mack, for being that voice, being the light for us that I could turn to. Um, so my... I have actually, it's not a grocery store. It's a little complicated. I have a gymnastics gym. It's called Southwest School of Dance and a restaurant. It's called Haven's Garden. And so back in March when, um, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know where you want me to start. So I'm a mother of four. I have four beautiful daughters. Um, my oldest is 21, 19, 16, and 14. And so when this whole thing started in March when our Governor Walls um, decided to shut us down, um, Southwest School of Dance um, did a lawsuit against him saying that he has no authority to shut down businesses. And so now in the latest saga of Wolf is that he's shut down small businesses again, restaurants and the gym. And he's, um, I don't know what he's thinking, but for some reason now he opened up restaurants. He's not allowing restaurants to have indoor dining. He's saying they can only do drive through or they can sit outside in the winter snow of Minnesota, which yeah, is a little and, crazy. And, to and that's why I started out saying it's cold. How cold is it there right now? Right now we're sort of in a storm watch. And so it's probably negative numbers. I'm not exactly sure. It doesn't matter yeah. the exact number, negative numbers. Right. The point mm-hmm. that I'm getting at is it's so cold. You couldn't sit outside if you wanted to even heaters aren't going to get it done at that point exactly and our governor said that restaurants could open up for outdoor seating yes <laughs> why don't you have the governor come and hang out for a meal for about two hours and wine and dine him exactly so um what ended up happening on the last shutdown well i don't know how much you want me to tell you but from the beginning after our governor um had said that you know there's going to be no church services. <laughs> I opened up my restaurant to all churches saying that they can use my facility for free. Come have a, come use it for whatever you want. Because again, we know in the constitution, <laughs> well, our rights don't come from our government. They come from God alone. Amen to that. Now hold on because you've done, yep. you've done some, just, you're going so fast. You've got I'm some sorry. tremendous I'm sorry. things that we want to talk about here. Oh. So what religion are you? I believe in the whole Bible, so okay. I don't really so say... So it doesn't I matter. You're a non-denominational yes. Christian. Right. All right. right. And, and I'm, my goal isn't to focus on what religion you are, right. but to focus on your understanding that it doesn't matter if people have slightly different religious tenets than you do. You believe in the Founding Father-esque idea that says, hey, you know what? Let people believe and think and worship as they choose. Exactly. And that's the important part here, and your Christian beliefs yes. are at the core of that. Is that right? Exactly. All right. Hang tight, ma'am. Stick. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. Liberty Roundtable live, ladies and gentlemen. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Larvita McFarkler with us, ladies and gentlemen. She's from Minnesota. It's freezing outside there. The governor wants her to have outside dining at her restaurant. I don't know how that's going to get done, but I would challenge the governor to roll on down there and hang out for a while outside. We'll go ahead and wine and dine him for a couple of hours. See how well he's doing at the end, and the TV cameras can catch it all. But ladies and gentlemen, her restaurant is called Haven's Garden. And uh, treat your taste buds to a mouth-watering experience that energizes and excites you. Man, I'm into that, man. I kind of like that. All right. Uh, and bottom line is she's saying, hey, you know what? We've been forced to close. We're thinking it's unconstitutional. We've got a problem with that because we can't make a living. Imagine somebody saying something like that. Uh, and then so she's now saying, hey, you know what? The church has got shut down. You can use my location for your church. She is a non-denominational, biblical-believing Christian. I hope I'm putting that uh, as That's correct as possible. That um, is correct. And, but yet she believes with her Christian values, same as our founding fathers, that it's not about the debate on keys to theology. It is about us being able to freely associate. Do you want to start there, ma'am? Yes, and so um, I agree with everything you just said. And then our governor had the nerve to me. <laughs> takes a lot of guts to do, try to do what he did. He said that we weren't allowed to worship, <laughs> you know, praise, sing, or anything in church. So then um, I opened up my doors again and said, we are having worship service. We're going to come here and praise Yahweh God. Um, Anyone who wants to come is more than welcome. So everything, you, we could see everything that he was doing was, you know, he was being more of a tyrant. He was trying to take away more of our liberties. And I, I talked to my girls, and we discussed what was happening. Now, when you say your girls, you mean your daughters or the, the people that work with you at the restaurant? Sorry, my daughters. Got it. Go ahead, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's going on? We talk about the Constitution. We talk about the Bill of Rights. We talk about all of these, you know, our civil rights or where our, our rights come from. Um, 
and that, you know, the government is there to support us, not to rule our lives. <laughs> That's what God's place, not theirs. And so then um, we just kept opening it up, saying, no, this is not right. This is not what we stand for. And so then um, at the last, I'm skipping forward. So what just happened? So I'm skipping forward to the last shutdown. So the last shutdown, when he tried to shut down um, restaurants again and our gymnastics, we, I talked to my daughters, and we said, no, we're not shutting down. We have every right to be open. We have every right to um, make a living. Um, and another thing is we don't make anyone wear a mask. We don't force that upon them. We are not going to be their police. That is not our job. And for anyone to think that is acceptable is, um, goes beyond my thinking. Um, and so they also don't like that we don't require face coverings when they come into our building. And so um, the governor sent the attorney general after, after me, because I post, I'm not going to do anything in secret. I'm not going to hide. Um, I'm not a criminal. I'm doing what um, the Lord has put on my heart, and I have to um, obey Him more than man. And so then, um, Sam, Sam, I got to interrupt. Absolutely, yep. sir. Sam, do you love this lady or what? Absolutely. <laughs> right, Let good. me just tell you a phrase from her website. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm grabbing this as I go here, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I really want to highlight this. This is from her website. God has put a vision on my heart to create a place where people from all different backgrounds can come together, sit back, and share a laugh and experience something new. Ladies and gentlemen, this typifies, in my opinion, uh, Richard, the genius of America, sir. And and true American spirit of of friendship, of freedom, of family. I mean, uh, her discussing all this with her daughters and teaching them about the Constitution and Bill of Rights and God's law and that rights come from God and that government is here to protect those rights. My goodness, where did this lady come from? Uh, I don't know, uh, but we need more of them. What a I great can... example. No kidding. <laughs> I can tell you that. Okay, so you, 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 you say you're not going to shut down, and now has the governor uh, basically singled you out as the problem, right? Right. So now he, um, he had the attorney general call and threatened me, of course, and I told him, okay. But what what kind of a to... threat? A jail threat? Uh, what, what, oh, they said that they were going to shut you down, take away your license to practice or to um, <laughs> everything. exist or so what? They uh, said, everything. They said they were going to fine me $25,000. They could find me $25,000, put me in jail for up to a year, up to a year in jail. Um, they would take away my license, my food handling license. And um, so they're in the process of trying to do all three <laughs> right now. So what happened is um, after I got the calls, I said, no, we're still opening. So then they sent down the health department and they came and they took my license, um, food handling license, license. I said, I'm still open. You can't um, follow an unlawful, unconstitutional mandate. A mandate is not a law. It's a suggestion. And, um, and so, you know, everyone was friendly when they came in and we talked and I, you know, and I explained to them, you know, I'm like, just because someone tells you to do a job, if it's unconstitutional, you're not supposed to do it. So but this, I did. this goes back to the checks and balances that I referred to at the start of the program, ladies right. and gentlemen. Just because a governor edicts something, that doesn't mean that it's law. It doesn't mean he has authority, and it doesn't mean that it's right, moral to do. And therefore, right. there are checks and balances in a constitutional republic. That's the key here, right? Yes, yes, and yes. So also explain what happened with your license, because that kind of was unique, too. 
Yes, I was so unique. So they they pulled my license on a Wednesday. I think it was about three weeks ago. And then the following week, I got a seat. The state came down and gave me a cease and desist order at 10.30 in the morning. And then we're, we were still open. I didn't close. And so at 2.30, about 2.30, that same day, I can't make this up, the same day, my um, Southwest Health and Human Services, they came back and gave me my license back. <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I, was, I take it as a win. I was just praising Yahweh, praising God, just saying thank you because, you know, he's opening doors. He's doing things behind the scenes that I can't even see, you know. And so to me that's a big blessing that they gave me, gave me back my license, even though the state is still trying to shut me down and saying I can't be open. But to me it's a blessing. All right, so hold on. Who took it away and who gave it back? Well, Southwest, we here, I have to go through Southwest Health and Human Services. They're the licensing for my... Um, Southwest? Th- th- Where the heck are you? You're in Minnesota, <laughs> right? Yes. How dumb so am we're, I? we're um, about an hour and a half from Sioux Falls, South okay. Dakota, and okay. we're about two and a half hours from many, to three hours from Minneapolis. So we're Southwest Minnesota. I see. All right. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, but and that's, so, a, like, that's like a county agency that gave it Right. Back to you? Exactly. So they, but they have the authority to give me the license back. That's what that is. What's so funny again? It's about authority, like you guys keep talking about. So even though the state is saying no, she can't be open, take her license. They voted unanimously, which is such. When a When you say they, meaning the county. I'm sorry, ju- the county jurisdiction, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and I'm um, bringing this up on purpose because I want people right. to understand. They mock us for saying we haven't a clue when it comes to authority, but this is mm-hmm. all very jurisdictional. Not yeah. only are there checks and balances, ladies and gentlemen. Between the branches of government, legislative, executive, uh, judicial, etc. But there are checks and balances, county, state, federal as well. And the county is not the least among them. That is the point. Exactly. And so then they um, gave it back to me on Wednesday. But this is how, I'm sorry to say it, but this is how corrupt our government has become. So um, that happened on Wednesday. On Friday at 7.30 at night, I got served um, court papers. Saying, um, you know, they're going to, because I was in violation of the um, cease and desist. Um, so Friday they gave me the court papers. That Tuesday they wanted me to have everything. I had my um, court hearing. So they said I had to have everything into them, my defense, by Tuesday. But then they switched the hearing to Wednesday. But it's funny how nice that a, um, our government can move as fast as they want when it concerns them. But for other people, we don't get the same. We don't get the same rights. Not only that, they moved it out of my district, my, out of my county. They moved it up to Ramsey County, which is up in the cities. Again, to me, maybe I'm wrong, but that looks like um, they're picking again where they want to have jurisdiction, where they want to stack the decks. Is how I look at it because well, they see, know that's up one there. Of the things- that's one of the things the founding fathers objected to with exactly. the King of England, King George III, because he would make them go stand trial in England mm-hmm. for things that occurred in America. Right. And, and, you, exactly and, you, and you could say, well, this is just local here. It's just one county or two counties over or whatever else. And my response to that would simply be this. Yeah, but now we're not talking about a jury of her peers. We're mm-hmm. talking about a bunch of city folks that have no yeah. idea what she's dealing with or going through at all. Most of them probably aren't even business owners. And when right. you change venues to a big city and then you have a bunch of people that are non-business owners or whatever else, you're not talking about a jury of your peers really at all. Right, but it's not even that for me. I mean, that's exactly right. But also they know what judges they're going in front of. You yeah, know, they're judge he, shopping. Exactly. That's what it looks like to me. That, exactly. Exactly. And so then on Wednesday, um, that Wednesday when we had the hearing, um, the state <laughs> argued 
that, because my, my lawyer was arguing um, equal protection under the 14th Amendment and other um, amendments also, but he was stating that on the reservations that um, they haven't closed any of the reservations down in Minnesota. They have casinos and they have the restaurants and they didn't shut down any of the restaurants. Neither did they shut down the restaurants in the, ho- um, in ho- like the cafeterias and hospitals. Sorry, do you want me to stop? Or yeah, hang, t- hang tight. we got a, a, a commercial break here, ladies okay. and gentlemen. On the break, I'm going to be checking out the menu. For Haven's Gardens, by the way. And uh, all I'm telling you is you read the comments from other people about the restaurant and you go, wow, I got to go. All right, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. U.S. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said Tuesday that American households should expect to receive their $600 economic impact payments very soon. The government will begin sending out paper checks today. Americans with direct deposit information on file with the IRS should receive their money even quicker. Individuals earning more than $87,000 or married couples earning more than $174,000 are ineligible for payments. Luke Letlow, the newly elected member of Congress from Louisiana, died Tuesday night from complications related to COVID-19. A Shreveport doctor says Letlow was in critical condition but showed signs of improvement when he suffered a fatal heart attack. Senators in Argentina voted Wednesday to legalize abortion in the first 14 weeks of pregnancy. President Alberto Fernandez has pledged to sign the bill into law. It's a major break from the rest of Latin America, a region known for its socially conservative views on abortion. This is USA Radio News. Newsmax TV is exploding, and everyone's talking about it. Now a survey finds that 30 million Americans are watching Newsmax TV all the time. Millions are turning off Fox, and President Trump says he loves Newsmax. So watch it, and make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking about President Trump conceding the election. It takes a minute. Just text the word NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly. President Trump wants to know your opinion, so text NORTH to 39747 and vote instantly in Newsmax's poll. Plus, watch Newsmax TV with great shows, including Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Sean Spicer, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. Check your guide or tell your cable operator you want Newsmax like everyone else. Watch Newsmax TV today and vote in their big poll on Trump. Text NORTH to 39747 and let your voice be heard. Another legal challenge to lockdown orders by state governors goes in favor of We the People. USA Radio News' Tim Berg explains. A federal appeals court blocked restrictions on the size of religious gatherings put in place by New York Governor Andrew Cuomo in response to the pandemic. The second court of appeals voted 3-0 to zero to side with an Orthodox Jewish group as well as a diocese of Brooklyn. The judge writing the restrictions strike at the very heart of the First Amendment. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Colorado has confirmed the first known U.S. case of a new coronavirus strain that was first identified in the United Kingdom. The patient is a man in his 20s who is recovering in Elbert County outside of Denver, Colorado. It should be noted he has no travel history and no close contacts, and public health officials were conducting an investigation. Health experts in the United Kingdom and United States said the strain seems to infect more easily than others, but there is no evidence it is more deadly. This is USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, the people need to stand up because when we do, we win. Did you hear on the break, bottom of the hour news? Yeah, the lockdowns sued goes in the case for the people, not the bureaucrats, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that reality check, and the more that stand up, the more success we shall have. Larvita with us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even going to try to say her last name. She know. <laughs> She, know, she knows we love her and appreciate her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, listen to this. Haven's Garden, we're talking about her restaurant. All right? Cooked fresh. We try our best to get locally sourced, farm fresh fruits and vegetables. Come support and be entertained by local artists while enjoying tasty food, having a great time and building wonderful memories. Okay, I'm just telling you right now, this is the place you got to go. Uh, Sheriff, now listen to this on the menu. It says bowls, rice bowls, stir fries, taco bowls, soups, salads. I'm a sucker for soup every time, I'll tell you right now. Pizzas, ladies and gentlemen, deep dish, flat bread, original, thin crust. Then it says sandwiches. Um, They got a bunch of sandwiches, fresh mushrooms, the whole, um, you got to dig it. Okay, so this is a place, ladies and gentlemen, that's as local as it gets is the reason that I want to focus on it. We're talking about somebody who brings in local talent so they can make a living. We're talking about somebody who supports their local farmers. So, you know what? The growth to the table becomes evident, which is really important to understand. Okay, this isn't just um, this lady wants to be goofy and fight the government. We're talking about a lot of people, a lot of jobs, a lot of support, community reality here, folks that is really important to understand. Have you had that discussion with the bureaucrats? Oh, yes. <laughs> Just to how important it is and how local it is. And, and it, we're not talking about one job or one restaurant here at all is my point. Well, that's why it's so hilarious and um, how hypocritical our government is because during the hearing, the um, attorney general's department attorney, they um, argued that the reason the reservations needed to stay open was so that they could support their families, they could support their tribe, and they, you know, they can support their economy. And the judge looked, you know, it's a Zoom call, and the judge was like, isn't that everything that Larvita and small businesses are fighting for? Wow. And so to me, yeah, I was jumping up and down, you know. They couldn't see me, so I was pretty happy. I was like, yes, <laughs> they, our case is won. You know, she's going to throw it out. And, you know, this is what I was thinking. And this so is what you were then, hoping for. Right, right. And so then um, the next day when we get the verdict, you know, she came back and um, didn't agree, you know, um, agreed with the state. And so I was pretty upset. I, I was in shock a little bit. I just, I couldn't believe it, you know. I mean, why even, they had no argument. I mean, she clearly understood what was going on, that it has nothing to do. I just, I'm still in shock about it, that the judge is supposed to be partial, and the judge is supposed to be there to, you know, protect the Constitution and we the people. And I feel she failed in that department. All right, so where are we now then? They've given you grief, they've given you warnings, they've taken away your license, they've given it back... They've put you uh, uh, in, I don't want to say an extermination order, but for your business, that's what it really is, if they're allowed to simply shut you down and create cease and desist. I understand the words I'm using, and I'm doing it on purpose, to say, is it really cease and desist, or is it um, Haven's Gardens extermination that we're talking about? And the sad thing is, it's not only me. It's 
you know, all the small businesses in Minnesota are hurting. People's lives are hurting. You know, they're destroying people, their livelihood that they have worked so hard for. And um, it's, it's, it's shameful. I get calls every day from other businesses who are shutting down. And, um, you know, it's time for the American people to stand up. We need to take back our country. We need to um, tell the, the people that we put in power <laughs> over us, you know, that they're still supposed to stand on the Constitution first, period. There's there's no ands, ifs, or buts to me. I don't understand how they make they complicate that. If it's right. not constant, go ahead. I'm sorry. Where are you from? <laughs> I grew up. Oh, I was born actually in Brooklyn, New York, but I moved to Minnesota when I was four. So I okay. grew up in Marshall. And how'd you get your unique name? Um, it's half my mom's and half my dad's name put together. Oh wow! All right. <laughs> yeah. Very fascinating, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so let me understand a couple of things here. Um, is it you're being targeted because you decided to stand up and everybody else is being closed? Yes. Or is it uh, more of a situation where uh, they want to shut everybody down? Do they want to make an example out of you? How did this get to such, I don't want to say, maybe the best way is to say, to such feverish pitch, right? Right. All of the above. I wish I could give you an easy yes or no, but it's all of the above. So what happened is I'm not going to be silent about it. So I posted it on Facebook that I am open. Um you know, because there's other businesses who are, of course, doing it under the table where people, they don't want people to know. But I'm like, no, I'm not going to hide away from my government. I'm not going to be as scared. I'm not going to live in fear, which they want us to do. And so I posted every time, even with the, when the governor had said we can't go to church, I posted it on Facebook. We are open. So everything I've done openly, and I put it out there. So they're trying to use me as an example to scare other businesses from reopening is how I take it. And so they're trying to throw the book at the three Two other ladies too that have we've talked and they decided to stay open, and so. And when you say two other ladies, are they they're owners of businesses as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, and so um, yeah, no, they're trying to they're trying to scare. Well, they're trying to scare me. That's not going to work. But they're trying to scare other people to fall in line. See what's happening to her. You don't want that same thing to happen to you. You need to just back down. Is what they're basically trying to do. And you do have a lawyer, right? Yes, I do. Now, uh, why? Let me ask you this: Why do you think they're going for broke on this? Why would they? Why would they want to make somebody die on this hill? They're hoping it's you, but really, mm-hmm. when we see that the people stand up and they get their heads handed to them about, you can't close it. You can't force people to close. It's unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. I mean, the courts have ruled many times. You just heard one example at the bottom of the mm-hmm. hour. Why do they want to die on this hill or create such a showdown? I don't really understand it. I, well, I think. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off the topic a little bit, but for me, um, it's all about control. I feel that when they got women and people to believe that abortion, killing our babies is okay, they knew they could control us. And so um, for me, it's all about showing their, what they think is their authority, their power, their, their tyrants. And the problem is we, the people, I believe, failed this test. It was a test to us to see where are we going to stand, because if you watch what they did, you know, we're, first of all, if we believe in God, Yahweh, there's no reason we should be living in fear of a virus. I'm sorry, he created us. He knows our bodies more than the government, more than science. And so uh, everything they've done was to test the American people, to see he where they He also promises us biblically that he will heal our land. Exactly. But we also have to pray and repent. Absolutely, uh, sure. <laughs> Sam, I tell you, uh, I love this lady. It's hard to know how to respond to her because she's encapsulating what we've been talking about on the radio for 25 years, Sheriff. Yes, exactly. And and not only that, Sam, uh, I I 
made a mistake because I, I, you know, I don't know why when I was talking to her, he said, well, are they doing this to you because you're white? She goes, I'm not white. So <laughs> she, she's mixed, she's mixed minority. And I, I guess, do you identify as black? I do. She's okay, black. And, and my response to that is I, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I don't care about that either because right. we're Americans exactly. and we're standing together with God-given inalienable rights. Exactly. Amen. And that's all exactly. we're talking about, right? Yep. Now, yep. are they doing this to you because of your race? Do you think there's a, a component there? We don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill if it's not true. I just yep. want to understand, is that a part of this or no? Not, not at all. I'm going to say actually the opposite. Really? I think they've been more lenient on me because I am, you know, a single mother and um, black, truthfully. Have you ever thought of calling the NAACP and asking them for help on this? <laughs> I have. The problem is I don't agree. I People are like, oh, you should call Black Lives Matter. Just to, and I'm like, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't agree, call people that I don't agree with and don't follow their their beliefs. So, so, yes. so now let me <laughs> throw this out, though. A black female that's pro-life, um, yeah. it seems like you uh, are against everything they stand for. Are you yeah. allowed to have your beliefs in their world? Are you allowed to be pro-life? Are you allowed to be black and think for yourself? Are you? Because <laughs> Kanye West has brought this up, and I'm, right. I'm not trying to make this a racial thing, nope, but I am but trying to clearly understand something important, though. Yeah. Um, you know, he says, "Hey, you know what? I think for myself. I believe for mm-hmm. myself. I," and it seems like you kind of have that same viewpoint. Exactly. Well, again, we should know our history, like you guys have been talking about. No, but they call they try to say the same thing. All that they try to call me racist, first of all, which is wow. hilarious. Okay. Yeah, and so um, exactly. I mean, if we, you know, I get upset because you know, knowing where I came from and where I come from, I'm like, um, slaves fought to be free in this country so that they could have the rights that we have now. And I go back. I'm a little weird, so I believe. Um, the reason that there was slavery is because, again, we didn't know that our rights don't come from man. Our rights come from God. And once you know that, no one can enslave your mind or your body. Um, they might try to slave you, enslave your body by putting me in jail, but what is that going to do? So, but again, to me, you know, we need to know, especially, well, everyone needs to know where they came from, that this is a beautiful country that God gave it to us, and we should not be so willing to just give it away. And let's be very clear. We are not defending the wrongs that have been done in the name of this country to anybody. Exactly. We, we acknowledge those wrongs, mm-hmm. and we hope to study history to never repeat those wrongs. Exactly. And, and we believe that we're all God's children, and we ought to start behaving like it. Mm-hmm. See what a racist I am? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, see, these people, I, I don't know what their deal is. Right. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to work with Larvita because we think she's absolutely spot on right. Mm-hmm. Haven's Garden in Minnesota, her restaurant. Hang tight. We got more. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org.
my brother and two other boys were the ones that got in the car with her. And she was drunk. The road that goes to her house is like really windy and she was taking that road at 80 to 100 miles per hour and went hit into the road there. Her door flung open. She ran out across the street to get away from it. And the other three boys were trapped in it and the car exploded. And then when my mom found out about it, she called me at work. I don't care what you have to do, just get up here to the hospital. You know, I parked my car and I went inside. And they took us back to this little room. My mom told me that Jake had been killed. I, I lost it. The other people excluded like, well, you can drink, but just be careful when you drink, you know? So I don't want anything to do with it because it took my brother away from me. <laughs> A public service message from The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Larvita's with us, ladies and gentlemen. She's the owner of a couple of businesses, a restaurant, and I guess a dance studio. Uh, they call it a gym as well. And um, she's in Lyon County, Minnesota. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, the Bearcrats are lying. Speaking of Lion County, I know it's been <laughs> I'm just having fun. All right, uh, about who she is. They're want, they want you to believe that she's done something wrong, and they want you to believe that she's a criminal. Neither are the truth. The truth is she wants to support her family. She has a God-given inalienable right to feed herself and her dependents, her loved ones. And we support that right for all Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't something where we play games, okay? We stand shoulder to shoulder to defend that which is honorable and right. And this is serious, serious business. Haven's Garden. How'd you get the name for the restaurant? Um, I really, well, it took me a while to get it, actually. <laughs> so um, I wanted to I wanted to feel like a safe place, uh, a place of rest. Okay, so a safe haven is the idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my backyard, it's not finished yet. I want to make it into a beautiful garden so people can go back there and just relax and eat some delicious food and socialize and have a good time with their friends and family. All right. Well, I'm glad they're not playing the race card. And when we say they, we're talking about the courts and the bureaucrats. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, people who are black, as you are, have tried to basically use that against you, saying, what are you doing? You're betraying our people kind of an idea. Um, it's yes bold. No? I get it from white people too. They say I'm racist. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. It's not, it's not only <laughs> black people, it's white people who are calling. Yeah, me there racist. are people that are racist, and we reject that notion, mm-hmm. and we pray for them and hope they come to their senses. That's all. Right. So, yeah, it's a little crazy. All right. So, you do pizza. Do you do Brooklyn style pizza? Say that one more time. I'm you sorry. do pizza. Do you do Brooklyn style pizza, or do you do. No, I love Brooklyn style pizza, but no, we do not. What do you do? <laughs> what? what? Um, well, we just make a special hand-made um, um, crust, and okay. then, yep, and so um, then we just have different toppings. So you're talking about hand-tossed deliciousness? Yes. All right. See, I'm a sucker for good pizza, too. we, we got to go there, Sam. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right. So I want to understand, has your congressman or anybody in your, your county, are there anybody in the, in the quote, elected slash appointed government realms that are coming to your aid here? No. I've, I've reached out to a couple, but she's, you know. she's asked me to call her sheriff. I did. That's I. And you I'm will have. You have that. no idea. So that, that's on my to do list today. <laughs> so I reached out to Sheriff Mac because um, 
I think he's wonderful and what he's doing for the people and for us, you know, educating us and our sheriff is such a plus. But I didn't really think I was going to get him. But the Lord put it on me, so I was laying down because um, I had just heard from my lawyer that um, tomorrow, well, today, <laughs> that they are supposed to be, um, I guess, serving me with more papers. Um, they're trying to up my fine and maybe put me on house arrest or jail time. And then they said that they were going to, I have a, like a GoFundMe. It's not GoFundMe, but it's um, Give, Send, Go, that they're trying to go after that money to use for f- the fines instead of for my lawyers. So I was like, okay, I need, who could I call that could talk? Because I've been talking to my sheriff. I had actually sent him Sheriff Max information when he was doing the, um, what was that that you were doing, Sheriff? You were so you had, seminar in Virginia? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the conference. So I, she, she tried to get her sheriff to go to the conference in Virginia. Right, and so then we've been talking. But, you know, it's hard. Be, well, I know it's not hard for you, Sheriff, but for some people to speak up, even though they might be on your side. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's hard for Sheriff Mack and hard for me, too, ma'am. We put right. our families at great risk. It costs right. us plenty of money. Uh, right. Even our friends have betrayed us and left us mm-hmm. over this stuff. So, you know what, I don't want you to think that it's easy just because we're... No, 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 I know that. People like you, I know it's not easy even though you do it also. Yeah, Mm, not like you guys, but yes. Um, I don't know about that now. (laughs) I I think it is just like us. Don't you, Sheriff? (laughs) Yeah, she seems like she's an old pro at all this. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's, it's amazing, Sam, to have somebody live what you and I have been talking about for the last 25 years. And and, uh, what an amazing... Uh, American standing up for her family and her and her personal liberty and her right as a b- businesswoman and her right as an American mm-hmm. and I love this story and Sam I really want to go out there. I mm, amen that'd be to that. Wonderful. So let me let me understand this. How did you get so educated to understand the founding fathers and what I mean? By, and I don't mean that um, for any reason except for most of us Americans don't learn that unless we really t- have painstaking efforts to, to, to gain that knowledge. How did you get there? Um, you know, reading, and I listen to a lot of um, conservative or um, constitutional things on my iPod, and um, just reading and learning and just, yeah, that's really really it, I guess. And, and right. Sam, you've got to ask her uh, what she said to the judge in court about her oath, and also she quoted Jefferson. What, what did you say there? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I said, um, I could read it because I actually have it in front of me. I had quoted, I, you know, I said, um, good afternoon, Judge. And then I um, asked her, um, that, you know, I told her that she swore an oath under Code 28 U.S. Code um, of Justices. And then I quoted what that was. And then I um, quoted Thomas Jefferson, the Declaration of Independence for seven, in 1776. And then um, I said, I'm not asking her to um, overthrow the government, but I'm asking her to stand on the Constitution and to do what's right. And then I um, quoted um, Mulberry and Madison. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry. Marbury versus Madison. Um, about, you know, the Constitution trumps any other unjust law that anyone can make. It doesn't matter what it is. And um, then I just asked her to stand on the Constitution and uphold her oath, which we clearly see she didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Now, do you have this on appeal? Right now, yes, it's at, on appeal. All right. What are your lawyers saying about this? Are they saying, you know what, you're, you're on firm ground? Are they saying, what, what are they kind of giving you? 
Um, hmm, that's a tough one. And, and let me they tell you why I asked the question, because yeah. oftentimes lawyers aren't really aligned with the people. They all commit to the bar, and, you know, there's a big debate about how much lawyers even really will do good. Uh, right. I hope you got great attorneys. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just right, saying right. there's some questions about all that and where their loyalties lie as well. And I will say this. It really relates to people who are afraid to blow the whistle. They know the truth. They're just yeah. afraid to stand up for it, right? Right. You're absolutely right, because the the problem is, again, our court system, um, because I was talking to a constitutional law group, and, you know, they're saying you don't really want a lawyer. You want an um, assistant of counsel, where they are there to assist you, which is the truth. But, you know, when you're going through it and you're, you know, not knowing what to do, or I don't like to really speak up, which you would never know that, but, um, you know, like even doing radio shows, it's sort of scares me, um, but I'm learning that I have to speak up more, and so I wasn't ready to argue for myself in front of a judge, you know, um, but he's, he's, he's telling, you know, he has to tell me, I guess, you know, that I need to follow these unconstitutional, unlawful un- mandates, um, you know, that I have, I'm supposed to do that, he, you know, he says he can't tell me to break whatever they think it is, and so, um, but he thinks we have a strong case, and he's willing to fight, so... At this rate, you know, that's where I'm at. If that helped at all, sorry. <laughs> no, it totally helps. It explains your position and kind of where you stand and what you're doing. It's mm-hmm. always a big debate. You know, should I vote third party or should I vote Republican? Exactly. Right? There's I a know. debate, yes. and I can see both sides, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I don't by any means think this is an easy decision. I know that it's something that everybody who gets sideways with the government has to wrestle with, though, right? Right. But for me, also, I'm... I wanted it, I wanted to be in the courts where I know if we went the constitutional route, which is the best way to do it, just shut them down without doing the constitutional law group. But then we wouldn't be able to get them on the record of what they've done. And I want to be able to hold these people accountable. They need to stand trial. They need to have to um, – because if I appeal it, then I can get discovery. And I can <clears> – excuse me. And I can get those people to go on stand. I want to see their science. I want to see what we're – what they have done. I want to hold them accountable. And so, yes, that's the only real reason that I've decided to keep it in the courts instead of doing it where, you know, if you do it with the constitutional law group, they will shut it down right then and there, which is awesome and great in the way it should be in real life, you know. But we also need to hold these people accountable. Boy, howdy, do we. Larvita, do you have time to stay with us next hour? Oh, um, okay, sure. I- I'm sorry it's so long, but, man, there's just so much I want to get into uh, regarding this, Larvita, say your last name, McFarquhar. <laughs> McFarquhar. McFarquhar. She's uh, got a restaurant, Haven's Garden Restaurant. It's in Lyon County, Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. Havensgarden.org is the website, but she recommends all the updates are on Facebook. Treat your taste buds to a mouthwatering experience, folks. Uh, this is really really good cook fresh uh and then she talks about hey they they work with local people farmers uh, local fresh vegetables and uh, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about it's not just one restaurant we're talking about everybody having the ability to support themselves do we have that right in america or no and do governments have the right just to completely shut us down and if they can do it for so-called cocoa reasons or the coronavirus reasons, what else can they do it for in the future is really the question you got to ask yourself. Exactly. Okay, because if they can do it for that, then, well, a new strain just hit Colorado, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, and, and when is this going to end? They told us, hey, we got to flatten the curve for, you know, hey, two weeks, flatten the curve, we're good. 
they lied. Mm-hmm. Now they're gearing up 10 months later with a new strain. They're debating if the vaccine can even deal with a new strain. They're looking about forced vaccinations. They're looking at forced shutdowns. Where does this go if nobody resists, if nobody stands up? I want to talk about that a little bit next hour with Larvita. I also want to talk about the um, big, big, big trillions of dollars spending bill that just got passed. And the reason that I want to talk about that, we'll get into this next hour, but I'll set the stage for it right now. And that is this. I don't know if you know this, but for small businesses, they said now all your small business lunches that you go out, if you go in, in other words, dine in for lunch, you can write off 100% of it according to the new rules that just got passed. I don't know if you knew that. What? If I'm a business owner, I can write off going to your restaurant 100% right now for the next two years. If you own another business, Sam? You can write off going to her? That's correct. I, to, any, to any restaurant. If I dine in, if I go out to eat, in other words. Yeah. Now, how does that square with what these thugs are telling her? Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about this because this might help your attorney uh, get a hand, get arms around. You know what? How is this working? They're shutting her down, saying the state has the right to just shut her down. The federal government, on the other hand, is handing out money to me to go visit Larvita and to eat. Incredible soup and pizza and salad at a restaurant, right? What's going on around here, ladies and gentlemen? But I, you might, <laughs> I might be a redneck there, and I might be white and clueless and you know, also, Sam, nerdy and everything the, else. Before we go to the top of the hour, yeah. uh, we need to know where we can donate to her. Larvita. Um, uh, it's called Give, Send, Go. Give? Say that again. I'm sorry, GiveSendGo.com. And so how do people get there? Can they get there from your website, from Facebook? Where do we, how do we get Oh, connect? no, you just go to Give, Send, I don't have a link. I guess I should right. do that, huh? Give, Sorry. you should link. So I type in Give, okay. Send, Go. Mm-hmm. And then what do I need to type in to find your donation? I think just just my name. Larvita. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We'll come back and promote that next hour. I'll get more deets on that as well, ladies and gentlemen. We want to help. We want to make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the people that are making the future of America, bright. Okay? These are the people that are saying, you know what? We believe in God, family, and country, and we're not going to be deceived. We're not going to be put aside. We will stand nobly, boldly, and independent for our sacred cause. That's what we're talking about with Larvita. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Hour one of the can. Hour two coming up. We're talking about the simple sacred cause of liberty. LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Richard Mack on your radio. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. You are listening to the broadcast of December the 30th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Hour two of two with the goal to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Lar- Larvita. 
McFar McFarquhar. Lar McFarkler. I gotta get that right. I look at the Q <laughs> in it. I look at the Q in it and it confuses me by the way. <laughs> Think of um from Shrek, Farquhar. Farklar. Larvita doing a great job. She's from Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lyon County, Minnesota. And she owns businesses. Haven's Garden, her restaurant. Havensgarden.org is the website. You can also go to the Facebook and search for that. Now, I want to mention, uh, she says this. God has put a vision on my heart to create a place where people from all backgrounds can come together and share a laugh and experience something new. And now she's uh, needing funds as she tries to defend her business from absolute annihilation by bureaucrats and professional do-gooders. Uh, I don't know why they want to shut her down, but they do, folks. I don't know if they're just on a power trip or what it is. Anyway, she's on Give, Send, Go, and it's just like it sounds, givesendgo.com, all right? Now, Give, Send, Go, I don't know if you know this, folks, but it is the number one free Christian fundraising site. GiveSendGo.com is where you go. And you can search for her name and find her <coughs> her donation uh, link there, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Uh, and you can donate. And it, it, Now, I'm sure money's not a premium for you, is it? No. All right. The best way is what? Search for Larvita? Yes. Um, we just changed the name on there because um, the, we put it under my daughter's because the state's trying to take those funds to use it for fines instead of letting me use it for my um, my right, lawyer. So is it best to search for Larvita or is it best to search for your daughter's name? No, Larvita. Still search for Larvita. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is serious, folks. And here's the real question. Why are they trying to strike at her money? Okay, if they're legitimately doing what's right and the state's on their side and the law is on their side and everything else, why would they try to chop her off at the knees? Is that a fair question, Larvita? Yes, it is. Sheriff, do you want to answer that? Well, I think uh, I think she answered it earlier when she said control. Uh, this is all about control. And unless you believe the narrative from the bureaucrats and the politicians that they're doing this for her own good. Mm-hmm. You know, they're 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 smarter than she is. They're mm-hmm. smarter than God. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- even if there were not lies out there about this pandemic and coronavirus and COVID-19, uh, I, you don't know this about me uh, yet, Larita, but uh, I, my wife and I just had it and I had it really bad. I was mm-hmm. I was really mm-hmm. sick. Even during that time, I told Sam and others, uh, if I'm on my deathbed, I'm still going to to say, give me liberty or give me death. Exactly. I'm going to say that people have the right to choose uh, what kind of uh, medical treatment they receive. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is up to the individual. It is not up to government. Yes. Government can persuade and they can talk to us and they can reason with us, but they cannot force us to accept their uh, ideas and notions about health. Mm-hmm. They cannot force that. And if they can, then there's there's nothing they can't do. Well, and there are no checks and balances uh, anymore at all. Not. We're basically a, a democracy. And then once we elect those people, then they can just lord over us to their heart's content. Mm-hmm. By the way, when you find this campaign... 
It says the daughters, the daughters of Larvita support fund. And Larvita, all I did was went to the website and I typed in Larvita. L A R V I T A and it comes right up. We're only thirty nine percent towards the goal that we need, ladies and gentlemen. What are you trying to raise? A hundred grand? Yep. And the sad part is that's how much it takes these days to get attorneys to be able to defend you. Um, now, I wonder if you could soon get a stimulus to go ahead and help you fight the beast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I'm teasing, but I'm trying to make a point, ladies and gentlemen. Why not let her defend herself in the courts at some point? Um, in my opinion, if you shut down her money and don't let her um, pay for an attorney, at some point, that's violating the due process laws, Sheriff. Well, yeah, it all is. I mean, uh, we could probably count uh, a dozen or more violations of, of Loretta's uh, constitutional rights and her God-given rights and uh, her right just to exist, her right to breathe. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. to, she gets to pursue. Oh, now isn't that a novel idea? She gets <laughs> to pursue her happiness with her daughters as she feels God is directing her, mm-hmm. and uh, and and whether whether or not you bring God into it or not really is irrelevant. But she has, and she's mm-hmm. very religious, and so she gets to do that how she wishes, mm-hmm. not as government dictates. And there should be somebody in government, and this is a conversation I hope to have with her sheriff. <laughs> that somebody somewhere, and and quite honestly. In the city where she lives, there's probably a police department, and they mm-hmm. should be defending her as well. So what is, what is the name of the city that it's in? My, well, it's the sheriff is in Marshall, and I'm a little town outside of Marshall, five minutes, so we contract with the sheriff's department in Marshall, Minnesota. Oh, where, okay, so there's not, a, there's not a Lyon County uh, sheriff? Um, he would, well, no, the Lyon County is the, the county, so the sheriff would be, I guess, over the whole Lyon County, the right, department. Correct. Right. All right, but the point is there's no city police here. They have the sheriff's department. Is hired right, to we take only care deal with of the you. sheriff. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, so the city has not sold out and appointed their own police department no. uh, and betrayed the elected sheriff viewpoint of our founder, Sheriff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, we actually did that, too. We we contract when i was sheriff we we actually would provide police service for one small town there and, right and so yeah that's what that that's what he's set up there so i actually wish that was the setup in every county no matter how big or small right. so that there there is an elected sheriff in every jurisdiction amen to that because again elected means it's they're they're more responsive to the people than say an appointed bureaucrat might be uh, usually uh, they would have their allegiance to a quote a mayor or a city council or mm-hmm. some kind of other uh, organization instead of uh, elected directly from the people creating a check and balance there so mm-hmm. larvita i asked several questions before uh, the break so last hour i kind of asked them to tease the audience a little bit into this hour but i want to kind of mention the questions a little bit and then give you a chance to respond what does america look like if everybody just rolls over and lets them just lord as they deem quote mandated uh, if you will what is our future if we just let that happen i'm scared truthfully i mean if we would become a communist socialist country and um we see what's happened in venezuela we've seen what's happening you know in all these other countries china russia and that's not the america that i'm going to raise my daughters in that's not the america america that anyone should want to be 
living in. Everyone should be afraid of that, and we need to put a stop to it. So um, if that happens, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to live in fear, period, because I know God has um, a plan for us, but that doesn't mean we have to, as Christians, roll over. I think we get that mixed up sometimes. You know, we have a voice, and he's teaching me how to use my voice and that every life, every business is essential, that we all are essential, and we all have to stand up and do something. All right, there you have it. The future does not look bright if we don't stand up, ladies and gentlemen. What's your future? You know what? What if they just toss you in the clink or, or worse? What, what, they're going to shut down your business. Can your business run if they put you in jail? Uh, or other people, can they stand up and run it? Can your daughters run it? Give me kind of an understanding of what it looks like. Yes, if you don't mind, it's a little story. Um, I've been really blessed um, with my four girls, my daughters. Um, they are amazing. I don't just, I've been blessed. And um, we've, the sad part is that we had to talk about that. Like, if I get thrown in jail, don't be afraid. I'm just going to go with the cops, you know, just keep opening the business. But I had to talk to my oldest two to ask them, you know, where do they really stand? Because it's different if they're going to be put in jail, you know. I don't know what could happen, you know. So I said, um, we sat down and talked, and I said, is this a fight that you're willing to fight? Um, if you um, could be put in jail too, do you still want to open the business? And my 19-year-old, she was a little scared, and she's like, I don't want to go to jail. And I'm like, I know, I know. And then she said, but then um, they said, no, we're opening, Mom. We we believe in um, America. We believe in the Constitution. We stand with you. And um, so they know that if I have to go to jail, um, they will open a restaurant, period. The restaurant will not be closed. It's a stand. And so then if something happens to my girls, which I pray that nothing will happen to them, um, that, uh, you know, I have other people that will come and open the restaurant, period, because it's not something that we are going to back down on. God bless the Farkler family, ladies and gentlemen. In my opinion, this is the make-or-break time for America. That yes. We're at a crossroads, and either we're going to stand up, and we're going to be deep enough in our bench, pardon the sports term, uh, <laughs> but to, to take these people on and say, you know what, you're not doing that to we the people. You're just not. And what it's going to take is for us to mandate that ourselves by our actions, by our dedication, by our commitment to the sacred cause. Sheriff, what do you say? Well, I say she's one of the most amazing people we've ever had on your show, Sam, and I'm proud to know her. And I'm telling you, she is a modern-day Rosa Park. I salute Larvita Farkler, ladies and gentlemen. Her and her daughters are getting it done, and I'm going to Haven's Garden. I'm telling you that mm-hmm. right now. All right, hang tight. we got more to talk about because I had a few more questions that I want to I break down for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. We're talking about God, family, and country on your radio. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right 
in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Liberty, ladies and gentlemen, it's not free. Telling you that right now, Liberty takes a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears from all Americans to remain free. Wow. We're talking about Larvita Farkler. She's on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Havensgarden.org, her restaurant. But she needs your financial support now as she fights the tyrants in Minnesota. Donate now, ladies and gentlemen, to the Daughters of Larvita Support Fund. It's the number one free Christian fundraising site. GiveSendGo.com. You can search for it by name by Larvita or the Daughters of Larvita. Find it. They're 39% to their goal now. So, Larvita, I kind of at first asked you, hey, are you guys going to be able to remain open if the thugs kind of get crazy? Uh, do they realize how deep the fight's going to be? And are they really willing to take this on? And then the last question would be, uh, what if we start to shine the light of media on it like you've never seen before? Then what? Um, yes, that's exactly what we've been doing. And I don't know. I don't think I, I don't know what they thought. I think they thought I was just going to back down um, and cave in. And um, yeah, I guess they didn't. They didn't. Take, they didn't. They didn't get to know me before they decided to go this route because I'm not stopping. I'm not going to back down. Can I? Do you mind if I tell one short story? I would love your because, story. Um, the truth is, you should really be talking to my daughters because my daughters, um, they, uh, my youngest, all of them actually, but my daughters tried to, my, I homeschooled my girls up to, my oldest two, till they went yeah, to Yeah, Larvita, the more she talks, the more she becomes a hero in my mind. And <laughs> no. good work, sister. No, no. It. They, um, but my youngest two, so my third, Safai, I should maybe say her name, sorry, um, is my third one, and she wanted to go to high school because we talk, and so she went to high school in ninth grade. And then my youngest one is um, was a, supposed to be a ninth grader this year, and this was going to be her first real time, and we call it real school, you know, in the school system. And um, so we, you know, again, we talk about masks and all of that kind of stuff in the Constitution again. And so they knew going in that she wasn't going to wear a mask. And so on the first day of school. She goes there, and they call her down to the office. This is how we, we have to be so aware of what's going on. They called her down to the office, and uh, mind you, she also has an exemption from her doctor that they gave to the school. We followed the Section 8A in this mandate of the governor, and so they knew she wasn't allowed to wear a mask. So to me, they called her to the office. They yeah, were when you say not allowed, she could wear one if she wanted to. She wasn't required, right? No, they're required. 
you cannot get up. This is my point. Nope. In the schools, they mandate that every child has to wear a face mask. And even if you have, even though according point. to the law, she's got a medical exemption. Exactly. So Whoa. she gets the yep. Yeah. So they wouldn't allow. This is again. This is a civil rights movement. <laughs> People don't realize that they wouldn't allow her to ride the bus. My two daughters. I had to drive them to. Hold their, on a minute. Um, so she's not even allowed in the back of the bus. No. She's not no, even allowed not even on, allowed on, the, on bus the bus. For crying out loud. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I had to drive her to her um, cross her cross country meets, and so then um, the first day of school comes. And they call her down to the office, and to me, they're teaching, they were teaching her to lie to me. They asked her three questions. They said, one, you can put on a face mask. Two, you can put on a face shield. Or three, you can call your mom. So she called me, and so I get there, and um, she's crying. I'm upset because I didn't prepare her because I didn't know like this was they were going to do this. So I didn't. We had no idea. And mind you, my daughter's a gymnast, so they don't cry. I, that's horrible to say, but they don't really cry. So to see her bawling in there, I was really upset. And so then we went home, and we talked, and I said, what do you want to do? Do you have every right to be in that school? What do you want to do? And so my two, I should say this. If I'm talking fast, please forgive me. But my third, my junior, and mind you, they're all straight-A students, straight-A every year that she's been in high school. You know, they're on cross-country, gymnastics, track, speech, you name it. And so then um, we, um, she didn't have to she never got kicked out. She got kicked out technically, but she didn't have to go through what my ninth grader went through because she's in the PSEO program where you go to college, and she didn't have to be to high school at 1130, so I just took her home. So when we talked, they said, do you guys, what do you guys want to do? And they said, no, Mom, we want to go to school. We have every right to be there, you know, civil rights, everything we talk about. And so then she tried four more times. The fourth time, she, I called the sheriff. I called the police department to say, can you protect her, that she has every right to be there? Can you walk to, you know, this is what I'm thinking, can you walk to make sure she stays in school? But, of course, they didn't know. Their hands are tied. They didn't know what they were supposed to do. And so then, um, so the fourth time she goes to school, they called her down again. to the. Well, they didn't even let her go to her class. They brought her right into the office, and they called me, and they said, if the girl stepped foot on the school grounds again, they would be expelled. If they did it after that, it would be expulsion for a year. And so, um, yeah, it, what we don't understand is we have to get our kids involved, too, because if they don't know what the Constitution stands for, if they don't know what they're fighting for or what they should be fighting for, you know, to love their country, um, you know, we're lost. And it's just, you know, I was upset because I um, – when I went there, I said, how come, she's, how come they're the only ones in here without a mask on, trying to be here without a mask? Where are all the other parents? Where are all the other students fighting for this? Why are oh, you they've already caved, ma'am, and sold their souls. and they're, they're, It's over, ma'am, already. No, I don't believe that. I know, but isn't that what they want you to believe? Yeah. All right, yeah. keep going. Um, and so we talked, and my daughters are a little better than I am. And so I said, no, if you want to go back, you can go back. And she said, Mom, I don't want that on my record. I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> so I said, okay. I let them decide how far they want to so take So really the so, point, though, is your daughters have been raised to be law-abiding Christians. Exactly. Uh, who believe in their country to the point where, you know what, they really have moral issues even crossing the lines here. Even though we know they're wrong here, they still want to do right is what I'm trying to get at. Well, the problem, too, is they were doing right. They followed everything that the mandate said. They weren't even going, they weren't even stepping outside that. The mandate clearly states in Section 8A that if you have a doctor's note, which we clearly gave them, if you have any reason that you cannot wear a mask, you, do, you have every right to be in school. But, again, if we go back to the civil rights or even the AIDS epidemic, um, when kids were fighting to go to school, what did they say? Oh, 
no, these kids have a disease, and they're still allowed to go to school. My kids have no disease. They have nothing, but they're not allowed to go to school. Well, and, in our modern communist society, they have the disease of being able to think for themselves and believing <laughs> they're free. Other than right. that, you're correct, ma'am. <laughs> so true, so true. I, I joke to make a serious point, though, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, but then next month they're going to have Black History Month, and they're going to talk exactly. about the disobedience of Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And then they'll re- praise um, Rosa Parks as the hero that she was, mm-hmm. which I teach all the time. In fact, I write about her in my books and say, where are the Rosa Parks today? And where are the sheriffs that would be protecting Rosa Parks? Because she was arrested for not getting to the back of the bus. Right. What, I pre- what I preach, as you probably already know, is mm-hmm. that the sheriff, should have sat down next to her and defended right. her right to sit where she wanted and then mm-hmm. escorted her home safely right. and, and not enforce such a ridiculous, stupid law. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's where we're at now with this school thing. Yep. And and I just quit teaching over this. Mm, yep. Yeah. So I've, I'm not a teacher. I, I was a school teacher the last five and a half years. Oh, wow. And because and they- of the ma- mask mandate, I tried 15 different masks and shields and nothing worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shields were fine, except when I spoke, the noise came back to my ears. Mm-hmm. And so I, my, my ears were ringing after the end of the day so bad that mm-hmm. I was dizzy. And So anyway, it didn't work, so I finally quit. Right. So, yeah. Um, See, I, yeah, I, I will not wear a mask. All right, um, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to cut anybody off, but I know Larvita's got to go. We've already kept her longer than we've agreed. <laughs> but you know what? If you want to get your daughters on the radio, what I want you to do is... They won't do it. <laughs> all right. After, she knows, after your daughters realize how nice we are, they'll change their mind. I understand. And I will they, try. And if they don't want to, we get that too. I'm just telling you, they're heroes in our minds uh, because oh. of their willingness to stand for the sacred cause that we all believe in. It is about being a Christian and to bowing down to nobody but God Almighty. That's what this is about, ladies and gentlemen. Make it very clear. That's what this is about. And the bureaucrats are saying you will bow down. And we are saying we will not. Right. And in my opinion, the battle's on. Donate yep. now to the daughters of Larvita Support Fund. Um, and I got the link in my, um, e- or my show notes here. But in the meantime, go to send. Go. I'm sorry, givesendgo.com and type in Larvita, L-A-R-V-I-T-A, and you can uh, find it and donate. And, and ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to do, Larvita, is, is get my information from Richard Mack. Okay. I want you to let me know what happens as things change. I want to okay. follow this case all the way through. Thank and then you. what we want to do is we want to come and have soup. Yay! All right. Now, do you have uh, consistent uh, different soups, or do you have soup of the day? How does it work? Um, right now, we're sort of on a minimum um menu but yes we do um it would be a soup of a day of the day because i'm telling you right now soup's one of my favorite things in this world what's your favorite kind um I, you know what i can't decide i love stew soup. a lot oh, okay okay and i also love tomato soup a oh, okay ton. yeah mm-hmm. um that doesn't mean those are the only kinds i like i'm just telling you right. those are my top <laughs> probably right. two soups sheriff's a soup lover too what are your favorite soups sheriff uh corn chowder mm. Uh, chili, but you have to have chili in it, green chili. I green love chili. chili. corn chowder. And do, you I mind also, if I, go ahead. do you mind if I say one more thing? Go ahead. Um, the biggest thing for me is, the sad part is, we are, my daughters and I were reading the book of Esther before this uh, Hold on, this is going to be a story. Can you stay a little longer? 
Yes. All right, stay there. Hold on, lady. This is just Yeah, great. i got to hear that. We're going to talk about Esther and Larvita in seconds. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. After blocking a Senate move to vote on increasing coronavirus stimulus checks on Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell introduced an alternative proposal. In it, the checks are increased from $600 to $2,000, but it comes with attachments that may not work, probing allegations of election fraud and a repeal of Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which protects social media platforms from being sued, are included. Congressman-elect Luke Letlow of Louisiana's 5th District died Tuesday evening from a heart attack brought on by COVID-19. He was 41 years old. Thousands of residents in Aspen, Colorado, were left without heat during the near-zero-degree weather after vandals, possibly green activists from the environmental group Earth First, attacked the city's natural gas system Monday. The vandals reportedly attacked three separate Black Hills energy gas lines, one in Aspen and two in Pitkin County, affecting roughly nearly 3,500 residents. This is USA Radio News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-246-8751 and use discount code USA. Here's a story that will not be broadcast on mainstream media. The most admired man in America right now, President Donald Trump. USA Radio News Dan Naraki has more on the Gallup poll. According to a new poll, President Trump is the most admired man in America. The yearly Gallup poll shows Trump edging out former President Obama to take the top spot this year. President-elect Joe Biden, Pope Francis, the Dalai Lama, and LeBron James also made the top ten. The sitting president has been named most admired in 60 of the poll's 74 years. Michelle Obama took the top spot as the most admired woman, with Vice President-elect Elect Kamala Harris in second, and First Lady Melania Trump in third. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The United Kingdom has authorized use of AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, becoming the first country to approve an easy-to-handle shot that its developers hope will become the vaccine of the world. The United States has found its first case of the COVID-19 variant that has been seen in the U.K. and is thought to be more transmissible. The case involves a man in his 20s who is in an isolation southeast of Denver, Colorado. This is USA Radio News. Larvita McFarkler with us, ladies and gentlemen. Haven's Garden, her restaurant, havensgarden.org, or check it out on Facebook. You gotta, you gotta go, ladies and gentlemen, to this website, and you gotta make a difference. All right? It's givesendgo.com. Search for the word Larvita, L A R V I T A. And donate liberally today, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, you were about to tell us, Larvita, a story of Esther. Yes. Yeah, so my girls and I, we do a Bible study. And um, we were doing 
the book of Esther. And the, the problem for me is, um, you know, the Lord whacks me in the head sometimes <laughs> because um, I have, you know, I don't think I'm good enough or I can't do it. So when we're going through the book of Esther, you know, I'm telling my girls, oh, these are, you know, these are all the things that you, you know, want to be like, you know, and doing all that stuff. But I always think, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. There's, there's no, I can't speak up or anything like that. But then, um, you know, the Lord showed me, revealed to me, you know, with this whole thing that, you know, it doesn't matter where we come from. It doesn't matter um, how gifted or talented or if we're not good at speaking in front of people, which I'm not, um, or I get tongue-tied, um, that we have to follow what he tells us and um, that we it doesn't matter who we are, that we all are important, that we all have to make a stand, and we all have to uh, stand for him and our country. Um, and so I just want to let everyone know that if I can do it, anyone can do it, you know, that it doesn't matter um, where they come from. It doesn't matter um, their education. It doesn't matter, um, really doesn't matter anything. You just need to love Yahweh and love um, his word and um, love our country. And, um, it's, and it doesn't have to be a big stand. It's just, you know, one step at a time, Just but you have to stand and you have to um, stay strong and stay prayed up. And um, if I can do it, uh, anyone can do it. Because to me, this isn't really anything, so it's just... But for me to be on the radio, it's, it's it's really hard for me. Or to speak up in front of people, it's really hard for me. But and, and Sheriff, this lady doesn't think she's an incredible advocate for we the people? Wow. Probably the best guest we've ever had, Sam. I, I would have and, to agree. She's and, no doubt articulate. And not only that, I wanted to know. We've had high school kids on the show before that I used to teach. So your kids would be totally comfortable, I believe, being on the show. <laughs> I will ask. They don't like doing. They're like make it make like it doing. make it look like a, a kind of like a high school project. That's what I did with <laughs> kids at school. And then the I'm, ones that did best on their presentations got to be on the radio. So <laughs> I made it really appealing to them, and it was okay. part of their grade. And so you know you have to. I could try it, that. That'd be that'd it's be part of public that's a good speech. way to look at it. Public yeah, right. it's, you, it's, you know, it's a class. You also right. need to know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm a homeschooler, and just to tell your daughters that I have eight children. Mm, mm, mm. I'm a totally blind person. Mm. I have eight children, four boys mm. and four girls, uh, and um, I've got kids your kids' age mm. and older too. But I've got I've got literally uh, kids at every one of your kids' age, <laughs> uh, and so tell them that I uh, that I'll uh, love to talk to them, love to have okay. them on the radio. And really, the reason that we want them to do this is because we want the younger generation to understand that we yeah. love them and we realize they're our future. And so we want to invest in them in right. every way and give them all the support and love and leadership and guidance and, and that we possibly can. And we have absolute confidence in them, trust in them, and faith in them, and we look to them for the future. Okay. I will see what I can do. All right. Now, Thank last you. couple quick questions. Oh, sorry. Have any okay. other talk show hosts been willing to take this on, like Glenn Beck or Sean Hannity or some of the other talk show hosts, number one? And number two, yes. how do we get this to President Trump? Because President Trump, um, you know, in my mind, should be taking this issue on big time. Um, yes, I've been on Tucker, and I've been on um, some other Fox um, news um, in the morning, the morning shows. And um, I've done some other radio things. And were they all I fair and good? I don't keep track. I'm sorry? And were they all fair and good? I don't need names. I'm just trying to yeah. understand the general tenor, right? Yep. They've been all very supportive. 
Wonderful. How about President Trump? How do we get President Trump and how do we get our buddy, um, what's his name, Ben Carson? How do we get those two on board? I have no idea. (laughs) I'll pray about it. I don't know. All right, because that's the next step. Now, are you guys open for breakfast, your restaurant? Um, we, we open, our hours are a little weird right now, but we're open Monday through Thursday from 10.30 a.m. to 3 in the afternoon. And then um, on Friday evening from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. And that's where the that's where the uh, artists come and perform and everything in the evenings? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man, I got to check that out. I got I dig I dig going to restaurants and eating food and listening to artists perform. It is one of right. my favorite things in this world. Well, it's if you incredible. sing or do poetry, you can get up there, too quote a Bible verse, whatever you'd like. So, yep. Wow. Everyone's welcome. All right. Last uh, thing for you then. So, should I come and broadcast live from your restaurant? That would be so amazing. That would be so awesome. <laughs> yes, please. All right. We're, we're going to make it happen. I'm telling you right now. Okay. That All right. would be wonderful. We'll talk soon. We appreciate you. Tell your daughters hello. Thank you. Thank you. We thank love you. them. We're grateful for them. And you know what? The future depends on them. Thank right. you for all that Thank you, you Larvita. Do. Thank you. There she goes. Sheriff, Bye-bye. I don't even know how to respond to this guest. <clears throat> well, when you when you get the best guest on you've ever had, it's hard to do. I'm just saying right now, just, you know, imagine that. A and lady I mean, that thinks had, for herself. You've, you've had internationally renowned people. Oh, on. yes, I have. You've had plenty members of, of the Trump family on. And, That's right. And uh, I don't think any of them beats Larita. Larvita. Is it a L-A-R-V-I-T-A? Larvita, yeah. Anyway, I can't pronounce her first or last name. <laughs> Larvita. <laughs> but I love her. McFarkler, I think is how yeah. you say it. McFarkler. Yeah. All right. Havensgarden.org, ladies and gentlemen. And you want to donate now, okay, to the Daughters of Larvita Support Fund. It's the number one free Christian fundraising site that she uses. And it's givesendgo.com. Type in keyword Larvita and donate liberally today. Sheriff, it's going to take a chunk of change to, to uh, have the attorneys beat the government on this one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and uh, I, you know, I, ho- I hope they really dedicate themselves to what she's really trying to do here. And it, <clears throat> it's such a simple process. And what, what she's trying to do is really simple. I just want to be left alone. I want to run my business and take care of my family. And and Sam, we're we're now CSPOA is involved with several people, uh, a couple of business owners in Arizona, a couple in uh, California, and uh, they're wanting me there. And on the ninth, I'm going to uh, Kentucky, uh, working with some business owners there who have been attacked just for trying to be open and to take care of their families. And uh, so this is starting to be a real hot topic nationwide for the CSPOA, but uh, we're going we're going to do it. We're going to keep going, and uh, we're going to work. Hopefully, get some sheriffs uh, on board uh, to defend these people. So we need more than sheriffs too. We need to reach out to her congressmen and her senators and stuff like that, and see kind of where they stand on this. Because, like I say, this is an issue for Ben Carson. Yes, it is. This is an issue for President Donald J. Trump. Okay, these are situate where we get, you know what? We need to, to literally say, look, we're not going to shut everybody down. We're just not doing that. Yeah, sooner or later, uh, that's going to be vital because the, the food shortages are going to start. And the economy is not going to be able to pay everybody 
to stay shut down. I mean, they've even shown that on this recent uh, stimulus check. $600, Sam? What are you going to do with that? Pay your rent? Uh, no. Uh, what are you going to do? Buy groceries for, okay, that would that that would probably be legitimately groceries for what for the Bushman family? What three weeks? Yeah, there's five of us at home now, so probably three weeks. Not okay. counting my grown children. Okay, right? let's say a month. Maybe a okay. month. You got groceries for a month now. Um, and, you know, and don't get me wrong, that's a blessing, but it, it isn't is. going to solve the problem. But it's it's not going to solve anything, you know. And so I guess the Democrats are already putting it on the table. Well, just wait till we get in there. You're going to really see, you know, how much we we we're going to give everybody, and and it's going to make uh, the economy worse, and it's going to make the debt worse, and just like on the commercial that uh, Senator Rand Paul does uh, every every day on your show, you know, pretty soon uh, that's going to collapse, and it's unsustainable. And the message that that's, that's okay and that it can just keep happening because government has endless money is probably the one of the most dangerous things that our government has ever done because it's going to cause the dollar to collapse. And it, it when, and when and that the, happens, and the problem is once the dollar collapses, that's a serious problem. But before well, it's another depression. But before we even get to that, though, these businesses, many of them, once they close, will never open up again. Oh, and right okay. now, because it's a lot is, harder to start a business than it is to keep one running. Oh yeah, for sure. So Max Max Bar and, and Grill Public House in New York is claiming victory in courts. I don't know what it's about. I I just have it in the background. It's not on. I mean, I don't have the sound on, but I'm seeing that he's claiming victory. And so we're going to follow up on that because that well, might so you got to link Arvita. Max and Larvita, and we we got to create. I'm telling you right now, we got to go and create a rally in Minnesota. Yeah. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Round Table Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? 
We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Yeah, they're calling it the free lunch martini rule, ladies and gentlemen, where you can write off 100% of your meals when you go out to eat. And everybody's rioting about it. All the big tax folks are freaking out. But I submit to you that it's one of the only ways that we're going to keep the economy open is to really reduce taxes on the American people. And I know governments are going to say, well, how do we function? Maybe you ought to try funding the constitutionality provisions and everything unconstitutional you ought to jettison. Maybe that ought to be a starting point for you budgetary thugs, okay? All I'm telling you right now is that we need breaks and we need to keep businesses open and we need to back people like Larvita and others that are doing just a tremendous job for the country. We need to create a rally, and we need to broadcast live from our venue, Sheriff, is what yeah. we need to do. Yeah, we do. Maybe uh, get Kathy Smith involved with it and then uh, get some freedom groups out in Minnesota and uh, get some get some good sh- uh constitutional sheriffs from around minnesota to to uh, come there with us and and uh, say enough is enough uh sheriff this is something where you know uh, it, it's almost like a paul revere thing <laughs> paul revere patrick henry <laughs> uh yeah it is uh, you know and we've claimed to be paul revere before you know we're putting out the call to people to to come to the aid of their fellow man, fellow woman in this case. And, uh, you know, yeah, I would like to see some politicians like senators and congressmen get involved. But I really want to go to the power source. I want the people of Minnesota involved in this. All right. Check this out. Senator Tim Scott and President Trump put this together. All right. This proposal is dubbed the supporting... America's Restaurant Workers Act. And they put it in the big old omnibus spending bill there. And um, they say more than 15,700 restaurants were flat out closed. That was of July. This is serious business. But, ladies and gentlemen, they're making it to where you can write off your meals when you go out to eat. And how does that work with this shutting her down plan? We're all going to go out to eat 100% right off, and you can't go anywhere to eat, Sheriff? Or you can sit outside in the below zero temperatures and try to eat your soup. Your soup will be frozen by the time you put your spoon to your mouth. Sheriff, I think we can have a heyday with this one. I think what we ought to do is we ought to basically um, go the sheriff and the governor to sit down with us in below zero degree weather for lunch. Yeah. What do you think? We got to set up out on the patio, out on the street there, and you do it, Minnesota. You, you, you up for that? You're blocking. If you're blocking the sidewalk, then that's also a crime. No, you can't do that. No, sir. That's bad. So it's a. Now it's interesting how she brought up abortion and said, "You know what? 
they drew a line in the sand and they wanted to know if you'll murder your babies, what else will you give up? She brought this up. This is something that you and I have been really focusing on. We did not prompt her or talk about that ahead of time, ladies and gentlemen. Not uh, one bit. Nope. And you've got a black woman who understands pro-life, who's Christian, who brings that up. This just really gives me courage that America's starting to get it, Sheriff. Her understanding of family, uh, her dedication to her daughters, uh, her dedication to liberty and having them actually uh, live it and demonstrate it, exemplify it, and uh, still being scared uh, somewhat of it, yes. All natural, all normal, and wonderful, I hope, law-abiding average American people. And that's the way we all need to be. We just need to be average, just part of the norm, part of the, the people in this country, just average Americans who want to be left alone, who want to be free, who want to exercise their religious beliefs as they choose, not as government chooses, and to run a legal, lawful, beneficial business. You know, I can't wait to have some of her soup. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it is just tremendous. Oh, by the way, CSPOA will be donating to her today also. And so will Liberty Roundtable Live. Good. Without a doubt, ladies and gentlemen, look. This is where you know, might not be in a position, folks if you don't own a business or whatever to make a stand here, but this is your chance to make a stand with her, right? This is a chance for everyone to participate in the solutions folks. Okay. And I don't know how to drive this point home more. These are the times that try men's souls, (laughs) but these are also the times that give us an opportunity to make a difference. Okay. The guy in, what, New York won? No, it, no? It, I started listening to a little bit more of it uh, during the break, and it, it, he's definitely having some success, but uh, he, they still have told him that he has to stay shut down. And so it's still, it's still a fight in progress, but he's having some success. All right, now there's a salon owner in Texas that you went and saw, right? Uh, I didn't go see her. Uh, we became friends, too, just like uh, Larita and I. But uh, I I kept trying to set it up, and she instead uh, ran for office. And I still haven't heard if she's won. Uh, you're talking about All right. Sherry. Yeah, so we need, to, we need to find out and talk to her. There was also a gentleman that cut hair that we were going to go see, right? Yes. So anyway, all I'm saying is we've got to bring these people together. Uh, yeah, and this I, might be another lawsuit in the making, Sheriff. Uh, Sherry will go. Sherry will go meet with us uh, in Minnesota. She'll go support Lavita. All yeah. right. There, I'll let the, her know. There you have it. I'm just saying we need to bring a few of these people together and create more of a uh, of a stand. Uh, we're going to call this a valiant stand. How's that, Sheriff? Yeah, let's do it. A valiant stand, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, I've got that domain. Did you know that? Oh no, no. A valiantstand.com. We'll go ahead and rewrite the website real quick and bust that up and put that up and promote these people, link to their sites. And we got to do this, folks. This is serious business. And I hope these people don't go to jail. But if they do, we're going to link that to our Freedom Coalition jail. Uh, you know, why are patriots going to prison and, and, and you know, lawbreaking thugs are running around free? Now, we, the other thing we need to do is we need to raise money and hire some private investigators, Sheriff. And 
and what would they investigate? You need to follow the governor around everywhere he goes and make sure he doesn't dip into one of his favorite dining places there now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure that sucker doesn't go out to eat or make sure that if he ever doesn't have a mask on that we clean his clock, right? Yeah, for sure. And I'm, and I'm not trying to be belligerent about this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying the duplicity here. The double standard where, you know what, um, even Deborah Brooks or whatever did this. You know, she works with the Fauci and all this and lock everybody down mode. And then she goes off and takes off and has a multi-generational party for Thanksgiving with her family. What the heck's going on around here, ladies and gentlemen? You got that going on in California that happened. You've got all kinds of bureaucrats doing this left and right, folks, and it's just not right. They think because they're elite that it applies to us and not them, or that somehow they're above what they claim to be the law. Or is it that they know it's not the law? Yeah. See, we we got to get to the bottom of that, too, because that's where accountability happens, Sheriff. Yeah, oh, and and back to uh, that New York City bar. Just so you know, what they put on their window, this sounds like a Larvita thing. Attention, as of November 20, 2020, we hereby declare this establishment an autonomous zone. We refuse to abide by any rules and regulations put forth by the mayor of New York City and governor of New York State. That's on the Because they're in the wrong the branch of government, they have no authority to make law. That is correct. And and they're very they're totally within their rights to do that. And I'm sure that they consulted with legal counsel before they put that on their windows but there are signs like that all over the place and and that's that would be another place i would go sam i am not kidding you take me to new york and i'm going to go in there and i'm going to buy a a seven up and and i'm going to drink it there in that bar and i'm going to support that guy at 100 percent i don't agree with drinking nor do you but I will support that guy. Well, when we say we don't agree with it, we don't believe in drinking alcohol because we believe it's bad for you and it's against our religious code. However, right. we support people's rights to choose as oh, they yeah. will. Yeah, if they want to, if they want to go in there and drink, that's their business. And and I have no right to interfere. And and so now we're getting into the drug war, but uh, we we sh- hopefully we learned from history that prohibition doesn't work. And uh, I, I certainly do not agree with arresting anybody who drinks. Now, now you drink and drive, I'll, I'll be the first one to arrest you. Well, sure. Or you drink and, uh, uh, you know, break other laws. It's not or the drinking that's the issue. It's the, yes, it's the other right. crimes that, hey, we're not for yeah. committing crimes there. And nope. All right. I don't know how we make this a bigger issue, but we have got to really get together and make this a, a big issue. We yeah. need to find out who else we can get to go with us. We need to make this a unique uh, situation where it's, it's, it's unstoppable of, of what we're focusing on and what we're doing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it's it's a, a wonderful cause. It's a wonderful lady and wonderful daughters. And we all have a responsibility to stand with them. And, and so we're going to. Uh, we'll put this out to all of our people on our mailing list, CSPA mailing list, and and uh, see see what kind of response we get. The CSPOA, ladies and gentlemen, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, this is where the rubber meets the road. It all started when the thugs said, Sheriff, you will back the Brady Bill. You will um, you know, shut down the people with related to the Second Amendment. And the good Sheriff Richard Mack at the time said, no, I will not. And then Bill Clinton said, I'll arrest you then. And uh, the good sheriff said, go ahead and try it. And they all went to the Supreme Court, and then Richard Mack won, and Bill Clinton lost. Ladies and gentlemen, and then the constitutional sheriffs 
and Peace Officers Association, a great training organization and advocacy organization, has stood tall since then to educate and to articulate the liberties that are at stake and then to focus on ways we can make a difference. Americans backing their county sheriffs, saying there are checks and balances, there are jurisdictional discussions. I get it. The sheriff doesn't have absolute dictatorial power like they lie and say we claim. That's not true. We just claim there are jurisdictions here, and the sheriff has tremendous responsibility and obligation because he's an elected official under oath to carry out the will of the people, to act as a safeguard Okay, against uh, jurisdictional abuse by governments everywhere. Okay, they have to draw a line in the sand. They have to create walls of defense and protection as they stand with the people, appropriately using the checks and balances to bless this great land. They act like we're insurrectionists for that. I submit to you uh, that we are law-abiding, law-and-order patriots for that viewpoint. And the checks and balances can be seen everywhere you look. And the okay, sooner we educate Americans to understand them, the better. I said her them, name wrong. Uh, it's Shelley Luther. Shelley uh, Luther. That's the one Shelley in Texas that Texas has the salon. Too. Yeah, correct. She doesn't cut hair, but she owns a salon that does. <laughs> That's so, all right. Yeah. She, you know, I don't know if Larvita actually makes the soup or if somebody in her kitchen does. It doesn't right, matter. Correct. Uh, the correct. point is they are uh, retail businesses. And they're doing their very best to serve the public and to make the economy go round, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Well, maybe instead of having our conference in Texas, we ought to just have it right there at uh, La Vida's Haven's Garden. Or both. Yeah. We, we just need to, to see how much money we can raise and how much support we can get because it isn't free. Yeah. It takes money to travel, but we're going to go. I'm telling you right now, we're going to a restaurant. We're going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Two hours in the can. <laughs> Greatest guest ever. <coughs> Remember to donate, please, liberally to her cause. All right. GiveSendGo.com. Type in the word Larvita, L-A-R-V-I-T-A, and donate liberally today, would you please? For the good sheriff, Richard Mack, CSPOA.org, LovingLiberty.net, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will. Restore our grand old republic. Please get involved. Make it a great day and choose the right, will you? God save the United States of America.